This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakovin. I love Billy. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Happy April Fool's Day to everybody out there. I am Jake Bokovan, and live with me is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. He is here, and you've got to be here, too. Where is here? Well, here is uh, the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese out at 84th in Havelock. You're going to want to get out here before 6. Uh, that's when you can get the buy one, get one free on Steakhouse Burger Patties. All you have to do is mention the ticket at checkout. A heck of a deal. Uh, the best meat around. And they also have some seafood, too. So uh, there's plenty of variety of meats, all types of cuts. Come on and get out here um, where we're, uh, we're sponsored every day by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. But we love it when we can be here. And, Strick, i got to open up by asking you because I might have promised without uh, getting your permission. Would you sign an autograph or two if somebody talks Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what I'm here to do. I'm, I'm definitely will sign some autographs and uh, get a chance to shake some hands. I always love coming back home and, and being back in Nebraska with, with my friends and family and, and to get to see the people. I get to get around a little bit of basketball, um, get to look at and watch some basketball with some of my folks. Oh, and yeah. it's always also good to see like good friends like Terrence Badgett and some of my guys that I went to high school, played against in high school. Um, you know, me and Badge hung out a little bit last night. Some of my college buddies, uh, Dwayne Harris was out. We got a chance to talk it up a little bit. So it was, it was cool. I got in late, but it was all right. Yeah, and, and it makes it work out. Did you do – because I know you're in uh, town for business reasons for basketball. We talked about it with Cerebro Sports yesterday on the show. Uh, have, you, have you done that yet? No, that, that actually um, – today is going to be a pretty chill day. There was not much to it. Uh, Ryan will arrive sometime uh, this evening. Uh, but it'll be pretty much throughout the day tomorrow and Sunday. Okay. And then we'll, we'll bounce out. Uh, he has a schedule. He's going to present that schedule to me. And once I get it, then I'll know a little bit more. So I won't be able to share on the block where exactly it's going to be. All of those things are already assigned. It's, 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 it's core basketball. I mean, you know, AAU circuit type of basketball. So a lot of those teams, it's not like a camp or anything yeah. like that. So otherwise I'd give information, right yeah. <laughs> you know, and promote it out there. But uh, these games are already going to be played. There's going to be some kids coming in town. So a lot of these will be able to get profiles and, and certifications on, on on what they're doing uh, throughout this tournament and the competition. So it's going to be pretty cool. I can't wait to see because Cerebro Sports is certainly blowing up and heading in the right yeah. direction. So to see what that's, uh, you know, what what uh, what you can do to help out too. So we'll see. It's uh, a way of giving back, Bakker. That's right. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm one of those guys that got put, put, pushed over a little bit. That's right. I want to give these guys an opportunity, and that's why I feel I can do it. Did you have the, the edge on your uh, chip on your shoulder that a lot of guys do if you get passed over in the draft? To basically just to every team. <laughs> Yeah, I would have to say yeah, and and you got to realize too that my my draft class was was Jeez. absolutely phenomenal. Stacked, right? yeah. Um, my high my career high game was against one somebody in my draft class. It'll actually surprise you uh, who that is. You want to take a guess? It is a point guard, that is a Hall of Famer, 
and um, I'll give you three guesses. Or you can call in to the Sutter Heyman text line at yeah. 402-464-5685 if you can guess who I have my credit. And don't Google it. I know some of you guys <laughs> are going to go to the Google machine yeah. and start Googling it. But if you call in, matter of fact, I'll send you whoever, whoever without Googling, if you're honest, and you're the number – what's my – you're the number – okay, one of my numbers in, in, in high school was number six. I played football with the number six. If you're the sixth caller and you're able to guess honestly where my career high and who the point guard was that I got my career high on, I'll send you an autograph E-Strick picture. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. And, and, and there's, uh, there's a few guesses. I won't give my guesses away because I know that class has a few Hall of Fame point guards in it. We'll, we'll give it away at the, second, at the second segment. If, yeah. if I'm going to let you allow it. The next segment, we'll give it, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll have a sixth caller that calls in, and we'll go from there. And we're starting to get some gifts out here, like some, some meat tries for us. Uh, we got some chocolate out here. So, uh, Ooh, we summer are, sausage from the Mercado. Oh, that looks good. I'm about to go in. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have some fun out here. Live from the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese at 84th and Havelock. Come out here and join us. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. And it is a big uh, basketball weekend, obviously the Final Four. Um, I can't wait for this. I'm going to ask you, I have a list since 2000 of the, of the most outstanding players in the Final Four. So we're going give to you, give, give you some trivia as well. Uh, as, uh, as I did, <laughs> it's going to be a, basically uh, the ticket water cooler against on the block because I already had Nate do it, and he got 14 out of 21. So that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good measure you have to do. But it's either or. So remember, um, you know, we'll see if you can do a little bit better. That'll be fun here in a little bit. Uh, like we said, the, the Final Four this weekend, uh, and it's a blue blood Final Four. Very excited for it. Coach K's um, final game is going to be this weekend one way or the other maybe on monday um but uh, obviously the matchup with north carolina um a lot to dive into there it's exciting and we'll get through get onto that later in the show i want to like focus on the big 10 in nebraska though because as we as maybe to be expected but um still over the last few days we've seen the best of the big 10 the, the best players um go ahead and declare for the draft johnny davis Jaden ivy keegan murray uh among those guys um i also saw today trayvon williams isn't going to come yeah. back to Purdue. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's that's it's, an interesting one for me. But yeah, we'll get into that. He one. seems like he maybe maybe would he's benefit by himself. coming back. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know he's he's an older guy, so a lot of those guys just want to move on. Luckily, Nebraska got you know Derek Walker, an older guy himself, to come back. Do you think all these guys leaving kind of opens up the door? Obviously, not just for Nebraska, but for anybody in the league to to take over. Keeping in mind that Kofi Coburn has not made his decision yet. I, I really do. I, I think it does open the door because as long as you can maintain some form of continuity, right, we know that a lot of the teams that maintain some form of continuity, i.e. the Baylor that year when they won the championship, they actually had a good, a good core of, 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 of upperclassmen leadership that actually was able to be a part of that, that run. You see that a lot when that, when that does happen. The only time you really saw when it was – it, it, it was crazy success out of the one-and-done types is when Kentucky made those runs yeah. during those periods. And, and I don't think that you really saw a lot of one. You may have seen one guy bounce out, but Duke has been very successful oh, at yeah. keeping guys around. Um, I think Syracuse, for the most part, had, does a good, good job of keeping guys around. And then, you know, obviously the same thing happens with uh, Gonzaga, and that's why they've been able to maintain quite a bit of sex. As of late – 
they've had a few that bounced out pretty early, but for the most part, they've had guys that stay around, i.e. Drew Timmy yeah. and so forth, guys like that. So uh, even uh, Hachimura, he yeah. wasn't uh, a young, young guy, but he left a little early, but that's, that's it. You know, it's not yeah. too many guys. I think Holmgren will probably leave early. Holgrim, Holgrim's done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be in the top five, you know, no doubt. Holmgren will be in the top five, I think. But the thing people don't understand too, Bach, man, is – and that's why I love we're next to each other. We get a chance to, like, really chop it up. Yeah. But um, the thing I also, man, is, is, is people, when they're looking at their draft status, some things they don't account for and also maybe agents don't account for is the international. Because oh, yeah. every year you see at least five guys internationally that just kind of pop out of nowhere, like, where did they come from? I have never heard of this dude before. And they end up having, you know, okay, some marginal success oh, yeah. or some good success. But – you know, most people going into the draft don't also account for that as well. So when they see themselves falling, they're like, well, who's this guy? Yeah. You know, yeah, I know who that is. I've seen him. I've, I've matched up against him. But where did this guy come from? And that's what's missed out sometimes. Well, and, and I think now, too, with the G League, that's going to be another yeah. thing where guys yeah. are getting overlooked. Now, I, I know that they do – you know, some of those guys are top guys going into the G League, um, so you might already expect them to be there. But I, I, I think there's going to be, you know, maybe three G League Ignite players in, in the lottery or, you know, in the top 20 picks this year. So um, that's another thing to consider of, of the names that you don't know if you're not watching the G League. Um, we had an NBA mock draft come out. Again, you know, everybody's kind of looking at those um, – Pretty closely because Bryce has, has made the decision. He's he's hiring an agent. He's moving on. He's actually with uh, Jay Z's uh, agency there, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, this this latest mock draft had him as high as twenty. Um, this one to the Bulls. The the order isn't out yet, so we'll kind of have to see how all that plays out. Um, but you know, it, it's 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 a crazy day um, in Nebraska here because for the longest time, like you said, when Kentucky was having all that success with those one and dones. People kind of thought maybe, hey, maybe you should replicate that blueprint as difficult as it may be. Maybe, you know, Nebraska was always going to have a hard time, didn't it? They finally get that one and done type. They finally get that guy. And obviously um, it, it didn't stick. And, and it really hasn't for, like you said, for a lot of these teams to get the one and dones unless you're blending them in mm -hmm. with uh, top tier talent that's going to stick around for a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't – it's just so hard to diagnose. As we get further away from the season, have you, have you been able to diagnose a little bit better what was wrong with this past year's team? Was it uh, just a, a group of mismatched pieces? Was it um, not – I mean, the senior leadership seemed to be there. Obviously, injuries played in. Um, but it, it just – it was it, – it, I think part of it, uh, and it seems to be hitting the baseball team now, hit the football team earlier – just seems to be if you get any sort of negative momentum, and they had that after the first game, it's hard to shake that in Lincoln lately. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, it seems to be there's not a lot of continuity. Um, I can't specifically put a hand on it as to what exactly it is, but you can definitely see there was a, there was a lack of continuity. There was a lack of, of probably buy-in. And what ends up happening, and, and we've talked about this a lot, what ends up happening is you initially are in the buy-in mode. But when, when it gets tough, when the fight gets hard, when it gets really difficult, you revert back to old habits. Oh, yeah. So you revert back to what you knew in AAU. You revert back to what you knew at ASU. You revert back to what – so each individual person, and then it then becomes a collective thing. You're seeing ASU. You're seeing AAU. 
and you're trying to figure out, well, how can I get in and do me, you? You know? Yeah. <laughs> me too. How can I get in and do me too? Yeah. Right? So then it's a snowball effect of just a bunch of bad shots, a bunch of, you know, defensive uh, mishaps and issues because you're mad, you're, so you're not ready, and there's no cohesion on any aspect, both offensively and defensively, and then it becomes a snowball. Yeah, and I thought they did an okay job of adjusting because at least, I mean, at first it was somewhat uh, a problem where they, they thought they had the shooters and the team just couldn't shoot. As the season progressed, they started to shoot better, but I think it was because they were taking better shots. They started taking less right. threes. And by the season's end, obviously, we saw them make their little run, um, but it was uh, too little too late at that point in time. They had their games where they were blown out. That's going to happen, I, I believe. You know, if you're not a great team, every year, you know, a few games, things just aren't going to go right, so I almost see those as outliers. But they were close with a lot of those teams. Um, it just, you know, in a competitive team, that was definitely uh, what ended up being a 13 seed, but a 14 seed for most of the year that you wouldn't want to see in the tournament. Um, but ultimately, Nebraska, regardless of, of what I'd like to say there, they did uh, take their first round exit as they have been doing as of late uh, in the conference tournament. But uh, maybe the door's opening a little bit, at least if not for Nebraska, just for everybody in the Big Ten, because they had three out of the five All-Americans, um, you know, in, in this, this past year. And those guys are, are going to the pros. I'm very interested to see if Kofi Coburn comes back. I know we've talked about it before. His game doesn't necessarily translate to the NBA. So the longer um, that he stays at Illinois, I think the more of a legacy he can build for himself there. And maybe that in the end <laughs> might pay him a little bit more um, as far as NIL stuff and being able to come back to, to Illinois and, right. and that sort of thing um, than getting lost in the NBA pretty quickly. Cause like, I can't imagine he'd be, you know, he's kind of similar to Luca Garza, I suppose, different games to a degree, um, but uh, not necessarily an NBA type uh, as they, as the, the league has just shifted away from the dominant big men down low. Yeah, it, it definitely has. It, and, 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 and it was very relevant. I mean, evident, not relevant. It was very evident when you, when you saw it happen in the NCAA tournament. And he did do a good job. He did his thing. But the thing about Kofi is he's not 80, yeah. right? It would, be, it would be tremendously different if he was like 80. Now you're looking at a Shaq-type player, right? Yeah. You can maybe get away with it if you're a Shaq-type player. But his size isn't necessarily – a dominant size. Yes, he has dominant strength, but he doesn't have that dominant yeah. size, right? So he's not a Barkley type. Yeah. He's not a Carl Malone type. He does stuff around the rim. They've got guys for you that yeah. can handle you around the rim. Yeah, and, uh, and it's, it's crazy, too, just because you mentioned Zach Eady. They ended up losing and going out of the tournament with their 7-4 guy on the bench for the last 10 minutes or whatever it was. Against a small team. Against a small team. Because that's the way basketball has kind of yeah, gone. Yeah, the new game. Yeah, yeah that's the way the style of the play. Yeah, and it, it's just amazing. Now, I still would like to have one of those guys on there because there are some teams that just can't handle their size. Right. Um, so, you know, but you're going to have to have adjustments. And, and so we'll see kind of how that goes. Uh, for what it's worth, too, Kofi last year – flirted with the transfer portal. I remember there was a few weeks where yeah. he was out there saying, I might not come back to Illinois. I'm a free agent, basically. Um, so maybe is he going to do that again? We'll have to see. Um, Brad Underwood has not been able to get the wins uh, in the tournament as much as needed for how good that Illinois team's been over the last couple of years. So I think that the, the more than anything, these major players will open up the door for Illinois, but maybe for Nebraska a little bit too. Uh, it's just hard, I guess, for me because to, to kind of put my mind around what this team's going to look like. We still have somewhat of an idea, but in basketball these days, I mean, I, I go on Twitter every day or, or, or Reddit and see 
five guys enter the transfer portal. <laughs> it's like, geez. And, and, and Nebraska's are, you know, I know Jackson Cronin wasn't a big part of the team, but, you know, they had that the other day. So you know, there's already been a lot of movement this offseason for Nebraska. Derek Walker returning, we've kind of talked about. Um, do you expect to see Trey McGowan's or Lat Mayan back uh, as, as of now, or do you think that uh, Nebraska's probably going to have to have to go hunting for a few more spots? I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Lat Mayan doesn't return. Um, I'm going to say there's probably an open door for Trey, but you've got to remember they're already before the commitment to Walker. We're at 14 scholarships. You got to get to 13. So you're already at 14. He puts you at 15. You got to be, so there's got to be some discussions, some some movement. And where is that going to be? So you really got to look at who is going to be a part of your core do you want to like shift somebody to make a move into the transfer portal? I would venture to say that Lat Man is one of those that you probably want to move on. You know, yeah. at his size, I mean, you you had sparks maybe of his shooting every now and then, but at, for the most part, you've had a lot of you know lack of rebounding. You know, not really anything you bring in defensively. Couple sparks here and there, but for the most part, he was just a piece in yeah. that puzzle. So, yeah, I don't see that, but I definitely could see uh, the uses of what Trey could bring coming back. But uh, other, than the, other than Trey, there, there would be nobody else. But I would, I would first like to see what other pieces and, and conversations would be going on to try to shift somebody out to, to make room for him. Do you want to do that because you have a senior guy that's older guy, or do you want to establish? But that's the quagmire that Fred is in, in the yeah. staff. Because they got to win. Yeah, they got to win now. And Trey is the type of guy you, you could use to help you win. They don't necessarily have time to yeah. solidify a, 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 a foundational season of two or three. And I know he was hurt this past year, so his numbers didn't quite stack up. But I, I think you would feel pretty darn good about him and Walker coming back for a third year, probably both of them starting for a third year. Like you said with Lat, um, I, I, I know that he gets <laughs> not not the favorite Husker on the text line at times. Um, I, and, I, and I don't think he's um, going to live up to maybe the potential people maybe have put him in at one point in time. I just always felt like he was um, – not out of position as far as what he was playing, but out of position as far as his role on the team. I would be fine with Lat Main returning and being, you know, a spark, a seventh or eighth guy off the bench. I just don't know if you're if you're uh, putting your best foot forward if he's one of your top five guys again. And so, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, or he could improve. We never know kind of how it comes. If he if he comes back, I'll welcome him with open arms. I just I feel like he he's just because of the way his, his shooting has been so streaky, and that's what right. he's supposed to bring first and foremost to this team. Um, is right. I think he would be better suited in that role. But you got to get guys that can play better than him, and that's been part of the problem. Is okay if you're taking out Lat, then who's starting instead of Lat Man? It was tough. I mean, we because I mean we talked about it all year on the post game shows. Okay, how do we tweak the starting lineup? Eventually, there's not enough tweaking to be done. You just don't have the team yeah. um, probably to make too much of a, a better starting lineup out of it. So uh, we'll see what they're able to do. It's going to be an exciting. Um, some some people are mad at former Husker coach. Uh, I should say Jeff Goldman in particular called him out today. Former Husker coach Barry Collier today um, for firing his uh, his head coach this late into the season. It's it's kind of funny because. 
he, you know, the season's still here. I mean, there's still Final Four games. I was thinking the same thing about Nebraska basketball. I mean, it seems like it's been a month since they've played, and, yeah. and we're all ready to move on to next season and try to, you know, figure all these things out. There's still guys that are playing that are going to have to make decisions, you right. know, after this weekend, which is kind of mm-hmm. silly. Um, but uh, do you, would you take any offense to Barry Collier waiting this long? It's not like – I don't think he did it purposefully. Um, I don't know what happened or, you know, as far as what kind of ultimately broke down today. But he's not doing Butler, you know, any 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 good by waiting this long either. Is it muted? Uh, I think we're good. Let me. Uh, okay. Oh, this mic is muted. Uh, I think we're good. I, okay. let, me, let us know back in studio, Nate, if you can hear us here. Um, uh, yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys are good. Also, uh, I'm glad that you guys had a little break here because I'll go ahead and I don't even know if I can play this. But uh, Oscar Shibway, Kentucky big man, has officially been named AP National Player of the Year the second time in Kentucky's history. The only other to do it is Anthony Davis. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's some good company to keep yourself big time. in. Uh, Maybe maybe a little bit of surprise. So maybe we could talk about that here in a second too. As as I mentioned, the the uh, Big Ten had three of the five All Americans. Uh, he was on there along with a, 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 of a Kansas Akbajo as well. So uh, we'll kind of break that down. We got plenty more to come back. I also want to uh, quiz Strick when we get back on Final Four Most Outstanding Players. They did it with Nate, so we're having a little bit of a rivalry between On the Block and the Ticket Water Cooler. Let's we'll see which show can win. Uh, that's coming up next here on the Block. 93.7 The Ticket.